This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. All right, Chris, so you've been doing this a long time, and, and so you you see all sorts of things, folks from all mm-hmm. walks of life and all that kind of stuff. When it comes to financial planning, it, it is okay for us to admit that we don't know the answer to something, right? <laughs> I oh, think, absolutely. I, I mean, think, I think uh, that, that's key to know what your strengths are, but yeah. also you know, know where, where your deficiencies are, what your weaknesses are. Right. I mean, it's typically why we turn to anybody in any field, right, for help. You know, if you turn to a plumber, it's because you don't feel good about, you know, plumbing or electricity right. or whatever it might be that you're turning to somebody for. So the real danger sometimes can be in thinking, and for my dad, God rest his soul, that you know the answer to everything <laughs> <laughs> when actually you do not. Uh, so let's discuss some things people think they know uh, in the financial sense, but in reality, they typically don't whenever you're sitting down talking with them, you're kind of going through things and you kind of come across some of these. So for example, and I think this is a big one and this is a huge one for a all of us to hopefully get figured out. And that's actually how much income we truly do need in retirement. And of course I said income, knowing the fact that we don't have a job anymore, we have to base that on what we've accumulated. Right, right. The paycheck stops once you retire. And in essence, you're responsible for creating your own paycheck then. Then the question becomes, how much income do I need? And you know, if we talk about the guidelines, you know, the one guideline that seems to uh, have become the most common is is the eighty five percent guideline, which simply says whatever your income is while you're working, you're probably going to need about eighty five percent of that income in retirement. Uh, so, just an easy example: if you're making one hundred thousand dollars a year, well, the the rule says you'll probably need about eighty five thousand dollars then to live on in retirement. Now, is this true for everybody? Probably not. Everybody's situation is going to be different. And that's why I always encourage folks that as you get closer and closer to retirement, uh, it would be so helpful for you uh, if you could kind of actually budget what you spend on a month-to-month basis and do that for, for a year because that will give you a really good indication of what you're going to need. And then once you know what that budget says uh, your income need is, then you'll be able to build a plan around it. Okay. So, and, and again, I think that's definitely a deficiency because sometimes we also look at, well, here's what I need today and here's what we're currently, here's what my wife and I, or whatever the case is, whatever your scenario is, is currently taking out. So, and let's maybe say you're, you know, I don't know, 62 or something. And you're like, well, this is what I'll need forever. And of course that's not the case because you've got to think about inflation and all those types of things. Correct. So, right. Yeah. yeah that's so a, inflation is, it's, I call it that silent yep, thief because yep. you can't hear it, smell it, taste it, touch it, uh, see it as, but it, it's there. He's sneaking, no about it. Yeah, he's sneaking it and picking your pocket. That's for sure. Right. Uh, all right. So how much investment risk we should be taking? We, You and I talked about this one time before. Somebody, you know, saying, well, gee, uh, last year the market finished up, you know, at 30%, whatever it was. I didn't see 30%. It's like, well, because you were allocated in such a way that if it was a, was a downturn, you're not exposed to all the risk, which means you're also not exposed to all the gain. But at the same time, that, it's a balance, right? Exactly right. Yeah. The amount of investment risk that you should be taking when you're in retirement or uh, maybe as you inch closer to retirement, maybe you get uh, within five years or less, you should be taking a lot less risk at that point than you would be as if you were in your 20s or 30s. 
right? A great example. Uh, you know, my son Bobby here, he works with me, uh, helps uh, all the planning with me. He's 32. So right. almost the entire portfolio that he has personally is in uh, aggressive growth funds. Did very well last year, but he's you know a little volatile this year. But that's okay because he's not going to be retiring for 30 years. So he has plenty of time to ride out the ups and downs that inevitably are going to be there along the way. Now, if you're retired and your portfolio look like Bobby's, well, that would be completely inappropriate because, you know, you don't have time on your side and you don't have the ability to ride out those uh, those waves of volatility. So the amount of investment risk that you should be taking uh, should be decreasing the closer and closer you get to retirement. Okay. So if we're talking things people think they know and they don't, how much investment risk you should be taking? Well, conversely, how much investment risk are you actually taking? (laughs) Right. It's a great point because time and again, Mark, I have folks coming to see me that are either already retired or on the brink of retirement. And they still have, in my opinion, entirely too much of the money uh, in the stock market. And when I say entirely too much, sometimes we're looking at 70, 80, 90 percent, if not more of their nest egg is at risk. That's too much risk uh, being too close to retirement. So for those folks, it's critical that we put a plan together that's going to reduce the risk that will kind of even out the the bumps along the way and give them confidence in retirement. All right. So continuing on with our list of things people think they know, but usually don't, how to address long-term care expenses. Definitely one that stumps a lot of us. Right, right. It's on many, many people's minds. In fact, I would probably say it's one of the biggest concerns I see uh, when people come in to see me is, you know, what happens if I have some type of uh, extended chronic illness? Can I lose my house? Can I lose my nest egg? How do I protect it? Uh, And a lot of times people think that the only option is just traditional long-term care insurance. Uh, and maybe they've gotten a quote or two over the years and have gotten a little sticker shock by that, those quotes and have decided it's just too expensive for them. But there are other ways that you can protect your nest egg, protect your assets from uh, the cost of, of long-term care. And you could actually do it by using your, your, your own assets. Uh, I've seen folks that I've helped many folks take some of their existing assets that might be in the stock market or might be in a a CD or might be in an annuity. And we've repositioned those assets into a uh, another investment vehicle that also offers them long-term care protection. So you don't have to go out and, you know, buy a long-term care policy. And if you never need it, well, all that money's wasted. Uh, You could just leverage existing assets to protect your, your nest egg different kinds out there. So if you'd like to explore it further, just feel free to reach out to me and we could uh, talk about it in more detail. Okay. And Chris, our final one here on this is taxes. Uh, We typically, I don't know, we we tend to think we're going to probably pay less in taxes. And often we want to be wrong about that. Oh, uh, for sure. It. Uh, I've said this in the past, and it always surprises people, Mark. But right now, we are in unprecedented or in an unprecedented low tax environment. From a historical standpoint, the tax brackets right now are the lowest they have been in history. Tops tax bracket right now is the 35% bracket. You compare that back to the 1950s, the top tax bracket was uh, was 90%. 
So what that meant was anybody earning more at that time, anybody more earning more than $200,000, any income above $200,000 would be in the 90% bracket. Uh, story that uh, I think is true, you know, Ronald Reagan, our former president, but a lot of people you know, don't remember, he was actually a, a top actor back in his day. Uh, he would only make two movies a year. And the reason he did that is because he was paid $100,000 for each movie. And he said, if I make more than $200,000, 90% of what I make is, is going to the government. Uh, why would I do that? You know, now top tax bracket is only 35%. And that's for people, I think, making over a million dollars. You know, right. So the tax brackets are in great shape right now. But if you look at what's happening with the with the debt that continues to uh, increase, logic tells us, Mark, that there's only one direction that this uh, that the tax rates could go, and that's going to be up. So if you're not paying attention to taxes, if you're not actively doing tax planning within your uh, retirement portfolio over the years, it's highly likely that you're going to be paying more in taxes than you maybe have to. I hope this information we've covered on today's podcast is helpful. And if you have any questions about what we've discussed or want to explore the opportunity to create your own financial and retirement plan, I encourage you to reach out. And what we could do, we could schedule a time to talk and see if you'd be a good fit for our retirement readiness review. And what this review will do is it looks at what you have saved already for retirement. It looks at what your goals are and it compares what you have saved to see if it lines up to what those goals are. So in other words, is what you're doing right now the best way to accomplish your goals? So get your questions answered and get your retirement readiness review by calling 800-993-1526. Again, that's 800-993-1526. 1526. Thanks for listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just search for the Financial Forum Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Did you know that Chris Scalise also has a radio show? Tune into the Financial Forum Radio Show Saturdays at 8.30 a.m. and noon and Sundays at 10 a.m. on 103.1 FM WILK, as well as Saturday at 1.30 p.m. and Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on 94.3 FM WTRW. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is 
is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.